Classic Rock Files on 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's Classic Rock. Kelly Parker with 94.3 The Drive Music Director, Mike Young. Hi, Kelly. You know what? i got to give it to Ian Anderson of Jethro Tull. I've never been a big Jethro Tull guy, but Ian Anderson, I do appreciate his self-effacing humor in interviews these days. Great story about an absolutely infamous moment in Grammy history. A moment of shame. It's not his fault that this no, happened, no. but it keeps getting brought up. He like, was more surprised some, than anybody. For some reason, he's responsible. Of course, we're talking about 1989, the Grammy Awards, and the category in question was best, was it hard rock or metal? Best metal Be- album? It was best hard rock slash metal performance, voice or instrumental. And it was the first one ever given. Yeah. It was the first time they'd ever had a rock category of any kind. So your lineup of nominees included ACDC, Iggy Pop, Jane's Addiction, Metallica, and Jethro just kind of thrown in there just for a laugh. And anyone that could have seen the list at the time saw Jethro Tell stick out like a sore thumb to the point where even Ian Anderson's manager told him that, or their record company told him that uh, don't bother going to the Grammys, Metallica will win it for sure. Ian Anderson wasn't there. He, sure. he listened to his record company and said, well, I'm not going to go. I will say... Not very supportive of the label. And usually it's the label that submits for the awards. So yeah. they, they submitted for this. Yeah. And somehow it got accepted for this. Maybe they just filled out their sheet wrong. <laughs> That's like your manager signing you up for a gig and saying, okay, I got you signed up for something. They're going to hate you. Yeah, That's, That's right. right. Mixed messages. Uh, so he, he was perplexed. He was amused when they got nominated. And he said it's now, 30 years later, that his view is that they weren't given the Grammy for being the best hard rock or metal act. We were given it for being a bunch of nice guys who'd never won a Grammy before. And there wasn't an award for the world's best one-legged flute player. Otherwise, I'd have to buy several more fireplaces to have enough mantelpiece space for all the trophies. Maybe the thing that entertains me so much is the fact that he keeps referring to himself as a one-legged flute player. He has two legs. I understand that. He just that. Chooses, chooses to stand on one like a flamingo. Like a flamingo. If I'm Transcona, I'm getting him for a high neighbor festival in the future when we get back to normal get that one-legged flute playing fool up here and tell him to stand there like a flamingo and embrace transcona jethro tull headlining (laughs) the high neighbor festival in transcona oh my god well they are grammy winners that's a fit yeah he said we didn't deserve the thing that's why we got it because it was a token of recognition i don't think that's going to make any of the other bands like acdc iggy pop jane's addiction or metallica which was up for one i don't think that makes them feel any better that he was just like ah it was just a token thing i found it interesting alice cooper and lita ford were presenting the award that night of course they were supposed to be here last weekend they both confused as hell they were entertaining too I think everyone was confused. And don't worry, Metallica won for the Black Album uh, a couple of years later. So mm-hmm. Jethro Tull, I don't think they've won anything else. So, you know, this was it. Okay, Brian May, preachy vegan. You know what? You know, there's nothing that makes me more excited and happy than when someone gets into a new routine, tries something new, gets happy and excited about it, and then they say, you know what? I'm going to become super annoying and preachy about this yeah. and make sure that everyone who knows me hates me. You know what? That's considerate, though, because he's telegraphing that. He's letting people know up front. Whereas Paul McCartney just kind of moved right into it and started being annoying. Yeah, but that's that's the normal phase of doing it. I you, understand. You just kind of get excited about something yeah. you're involved in, and you start talking about it all the time and thinking this is the best, yeah. and then you become preachy. He's intentionally doing it, which I think is even worse somehow. He's kind of pre-promoting his annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that too, I guess. Yeah, he said he's planning to become more preachy about going vegan in the future. He's been an animal rights advocate for years, and he took part in the Vajanuary Diet Challenge. New name needed for that diet challenge. I think you're saying it wrong to begin with. I think it's a stupid word and you're saying it wrong.
It's supposed to be what? Well, Veganuary? Vegan is the... I, I understand it's that. It's not but vajan. <laughs> he isn't becoming a vajan. We just I think have it's Veganuary, which is also stupid. That's also dumb. I don't like it. In any case, he said he did that at the beginning of the year, which is when we hold January, and he says he's been meat-free since then. And he said the coronavirus pandemic, uh, which may have been caused by humans eating contaminated animals, as my brother entertainingly said, never underestimate the power of one man to change the world until you've eaten an undercooked bat. No, some man will change the world. Yeah. He sees this whole thing as a sign that things have to change. Yeah, he said uh, his experience with veganuary was an experiment because for a long time like he'd January. been an animal campaigner but grappled with the fact he was still eating them occasionally but to go vegan was a decision and i haven't been preachy about it but now we've seen some more of the effects of how eating animals has brought us to our knees as a species and he said whether we will see that happen and he's referring to us eating less animals or eating no animals he said i don't know but i think i will start to be a bit more preachy because to me it is the way forward in so many ways so like you said really yeah. telegraphing his end of days in terms of popularity <laughs> yeah well there's an argument to be made for what he's saying you know a lot of people are going to agree with that i don't necessarily disagree there is some logic to it i myself do like some meat also i think his next solo album should he do one should be called preachy vegan well maybe you can release it in veganuary <laughs> in a related story paul mccartney now is uh now preaching uh for the end of a really really unfortunate phrase that he used wet markets in china so veganuary or veganuary if you like and wet markets let's find some new terms well, just right as, out of the gate as long as paul mccartney's telling us to shut down the wet markets i mean that's all we needed that's what we were waiting for yeah obviously china's going to listen oh yeah Let's finish up with some new music. Kansas has released a teaser video for Throwing Mountains. It'll be the first single from their upcoming album, The Absence of Presence, okay? And this is kind of interesting. They're not releasing songs. They're releasing teasers. I like these, though, and I like this song. Check this out. I gotta say, and I think we mentioned this the last time they released something from this upcoming album, fantastic mix on that. It's been credited towards co-producer Zach Rizvi and new keyboardist Tom Brislin helping the band rediscover its sound. Co-producer Zach Rizvi uh, wrote the majority of the Prelude Implicit and this album. The Prelude Implicit was the last record that they did, so he's been able to kind of push Kansas back towards the old sound and... Uh, we're in 2020 now, so yeah. keeping it kind of contemporary as well. So sometimes it takes one guy to come in and say, this is how we're going to do it. There's all kinds of stories about producers doing that for artists. You know, Rick Rubin's a guy who's been known to do that. Mm -hmm. Mutt Lang's been a guy who's been known to do that. Bob Rock's been known to do that. Uh, and this is obviously working for Kansas, so good for them. Yeah, and apparently the band right on board, drummer Phil Ahart, was saying, this sounds like Kansas. And this all makes me sorry again for the fact that they had to cancel the entire western leg of their tour last spring. I believe it was a May Day. They were supposed to play here in uh, Winnipeg at the Burt. Hopefully we get a chance to see Kansas live with this new music. I'd be in. Chrissy Hind and the Pretenders have released a new song from their upcoming album. And uh, again, this one really highlights how absolutely beautiful Chrissy Hind's voice remains. The upcoming album is called Hate for Sale. The tune is uh, described as a slow-burning R&B style jam. It's called You Can't Hurt a Fool. Check this out and check out Chrissy Hind's voice. Something ain't right 
Are you kidding me? Chrissy Hines always been a tremendous talent, and she never was one to push her voice outside of its range. You know, mm-hmm. she's settled into that medium range. She doesn't go for the high notes, and she's always taking care of her voice and tried new things. Uh, we talked probably a couple years ago about that jazz album that she released where she mm-hmm. was covering classic jazz tunes, and her voice has aged like a fine cheese. Oh, God. I'd say wine, but I don't drink wine, so I don't know what a fine wine aged tastes like. But I know cheese. I love cheese. Cheese is great. So I drink wine, but I can't afford fine wine. I'm just going to have to take everybody's word for that one. But, wow. The thing is, within that range of her voice, the control that she has and the nuance that she has, fantastic. And she said, I suppose our biggest influence, apart from crazy rock and roll, has been R&B. James Walborn, who's the guitarist, and I really grappled with this one to get all the subtleties and nuance of an R&B classic, albeit in modern autobiographical lyrics, The Fool Is Me. I like great vocal performance from Chrissy Hind. And the guitarist James Walborn is the guy who uh, wrote this entire album with Chrissy, so the two of them have become a really nice pair. Speaking of, uh, you know, a guy comes into a group and is able to uh, push a band to a place they haven't been in a while. Pretenders haven't been in the news much because it's been years between albums, but uh, this one I'm looking forward to hearing. It was supposed to come out next month, but has been pushed back to July 17th. Uh, it is their first since 2016 and uh, their 11th studio album. You know what? You know who brings me joy these days? Sammy Hager in the circle. They're doing these uh, lockdown sessions, they call them. Quarantine sessions? Lockdown? Whatever they call them anyway. Uh, the boys have all gotten together once again in their own homes, and I don't know how they're getting this fantastic sound that they are, but they've come up with a new tune. And it's actually an old tune. It's a cover of Van Halen's Good Enough. Check out this one. I mean, come on again. I wish they'd release the actual songs. You know, yeah. they just release, especially with the Who's, the last one they did, Won't Get Fooled Again. It was a two-and-a-half-minute version. Yeah. Give me the whole thing. You guys got the talent. Michael Anthony, of course, Sammy Hagar performed that song off of, uh, I think it was off the 5150 album. Yeah. Uh, good enough. So Michael Anthony sounding great on the background vocals <sighs> there. Uh, Vic Johnson on guitar, channeling his best Eddie Van Halen guitar impression and Jason Bonham just sounding great you know just like dad pounding away on those drums and these are entertaining videos they're putting out too they're just kind of like the zoom style video with the multiple uh, screens but the way they're doing it is just entertaining to watch I mean uh, Jason Bonham just chugging away at the drums is so cool to watch in any case Sammy and the circle bringing me joy that is the classic rock files 94.3 the drive music director Mike Young thank you thank you